say what you will about this podcast, its editorial quality, the amount of fact-based <laughs> content that we provide, and whether it's actually funny to anyone but us, but we are thorough. <laughs> we are mm-hmm. thorough mm-hmm. up to a point. <laughs> <laughs> We're devoted to the semblance of thoroughness. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Much the way that one might lick their palms and slick their hair down before going into a job interview. We look oh, like we tried. Mm, yeah. Mm, yeah. I mean, not all the time, but you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's important to show up. That's that's all we're saying. Yes. Kelly, is your hair kind of blue? Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. It looks really nice. Yeah. Thank you. I was going is to comment on that earlier. It's new, right? Nope. Oh, dang. <laughs> No, Sorry, it's just I'm fading. not it's very fading, perceptive. Fading, fading. Oh, it's just it looks out. great. Thanks. Yeah. The fading is what made it pop. I've been getting a lot of compliments and I'm like, <laughs> I guess I'll hold off on calling, <laughs> calling the salon to go back to brunette. <laughs> I'm just going to ride this wave until it's untenable, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Aw, you sound like the world. Oh, Oh, but my choices are not like heating up the planet slowly, except I'm so hot. Do you feel me? Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, hey, look. I mean, (laughs) oh, welcome to Debut. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. This is Debut Buddies. It is your very own fortnightly podcast about firsts that we own and sell to you. For no money. Yeah. Uh, loose definitions of sell. I'm Nate and I'm one of those buddies. Hi, I'm Kelly. I'm an additional buddy. I'm Chelsea. I am also a buddy. Yeah, you oh, are. Look at us. Look at us. Yeah. Uh, listeners, I- important to know that one, it has been a while since we have hung out. So we are yeah. reunited and it feels so good. It does. Reunited. Mm-hmm. Peaches and herb. That's I think so. I think it's herb, that? though, right? Her- Fine. Herb. Yes. I mean, I do. Look, <laughs> you're combining food and a man's name instead of yes, two am. kinds of food. <laughs> what you working on, Chelsea? I was just going to say herb. <laughs> herb. Herb. Yeah. It's just me yeah. trying to pronounce herb. things, you know, <laughs> trying to get there. Trying to be better. Herb Elvis. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> This episode, we are talking about the first ever alien sighting, and everyone should know that this episode is extra special, because this is the first cursed episode of Debut Buddies. We (laughs) attempted to record this several times, several obstacles from the universe got in our way, which only, I think, strengthens, galvanizes our dedication to getting this information out there, because, you know... This is They're this is Alex us. Jones levels amounts of conspiratorial mm-hmm. action against us. And uh, I mean, somebody shredded my internet cable yesterday. I yeah. think that that is purposely the government coming for us. This is a literal. They info were wearing war. all black. I'm just saying. <gasps> I'm just Dude, saying. Dude, you got visited by a man in black. Yeah. Yeah. We're too close. We're too close to the truth. When Kelly and I texted with Chelsea about this incident before. She did not remember who we were at all. Someone had uh, neuralized her mm-hmm. prior to the text messages. We've had to reboot her. It's true. It's true. <laughs> it took a while. 
can we reboot me next? I feel like I need it. No me. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, here we are. Uh, fans worrying. Uh, Ram overtaxed. We are ready to go. <laughs> Let's talk about alien sightings. Before we jump into the very first one, I want to talk about l- recent news that yeah. is very interesting and very weird. Uh, so I read about this the other day, and this is recent to us, listener, but not to you. You probably already know. You've probably already actually been murdered for this conspiracy. So don't worry about no. it. But if you haven't been, thanks for listening. Yeah. And we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna uh, uncover it. And review. We're gonna get you murdered? <laughs> I don't know. Email us, debutbuddies at gmail.com. <laughs> Let us know your location. Okay, what is this? You guys both know yeah. at least what we're talking about. I'm going in totally blind. What so, are we talking about? <laughs> so on July 16th, uh, I was looking at NPR and uh, NPR.com slash the NPR app had an article about this woman named Carly Russell who had vanished while reporting seeing a lost child. So this 25-year-old woman is outside of Hoover, Alabama, and she is on 911 talking to a dispatcher about how she has found a toddler on the side of the interstate. Okay? Jesus. Um, she suddenly screams, and this woman disappears. The police what? report that they had heard no reports of a missing child mm-hmm. or anything like that, and... Uh, Basically, she's just gone for like three days, four yeah. days, something like that. She's just oh, she's sh- back now. Poof, days. Vanished. She yeah. is back. Mm-hmm. She okay. reappeared on the sixteenth of July, uh, and this is ten forty-five p.m. on Saturday night. She just knocks on her family's front door, and she's like, okay. "There, right?" She does not remember where she was or what happened <gasps> to her. She's evaluated at a hospital, and they're just like. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with her. Like, she's absolutely fine. Uh, she just was gone for four days? No. She was just gone. She So, yeah. So, 9.35 at night. She's on her way home from picking up dinner. She claims that she called... Uh, nine, or she did call 911 claiming that there was a toddler in a diaper on the side of I-459. Which I assume is a serious, serious highway. Uh, mm-hmm. highway. Yeah. And there were no like w- there was so there was nobody else on the highway or somebody. There else were people on the highway. I think that there was like a video that came out, and she was oh. like, "There was a I don't know if she was in the car, but they thought it was her car, but it was over on the shoulder with its like hazards on mm-hmm. driving." But she was on there. the shoulder. I don't know. It's it's just like a highway camera. So they were like, "We think that that was her car where she pulled over," but no one knows what happened to her. This is the this is the weirdest little additional wrinkle. She called her brother's girlfriend to tell her about finding this, seeing this toddler on the side yeah. of the road. This is what the article says. I'm not look. I'm not a journalist. Yeah. Uh, Wait, uh, which article? This is still the NPR article. This is still yeah, all the NPR. Over okay. to like mm-hmm. the Daily Mail or something. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. No. This is the Weekly World News article. I was gonna say I uh, have no, this no, as a secondhand story from my realtor while we were looking at houses. So yeah. I might need to be fact checked. <laughs> Um, so she apparently calls the brother's girlfriend to tell her about this toddler that she saw on the side of the road during the call that she's on the brother's girlfriend says it sounded like she was approaching the child and then screamed suddenly Mm -hmm. then they totally lost contact with her the police arrived they found her car all of her belongings were on the roadway 
and neither her nor the child were anywhere to be found. One witness, maybe, I don't know if this witness is valid, reported seeing a gray car and a light-complected man standing outside her vehicle when the incident happened. Now, I want to talk about what light-complected things Mm -hmm. come out of a gray vehicle Mm -hmm. at night Mm -hmm. and disappear Mm -hmm. people. Yep. Mm -hmm. And, like, child, toddler, what are tiny creatures that come out? of gray vehicles in the night and and here's the thing the police chief of the hoover police said that they're disregarding the claim that there was any sort of light complected man standing next to her because the traffic camera doesn't have anything like that (gasps) so they can't pick them up because they're using future tech they're using tech tech that we don't have access to yeah Um, or cool Family. Or not good because she was abducted. That's not good. Not cool. Never mind. No, <laughs> no we hate an abduction. <laughs> but like future technology. Yeah. Or alien technology. Or outer space. Or it could be alien historical out. technology. They could be. Oh, it could be old. Oh, anachronistic yeah, be old. aliens who are like, yeah. I got to use the VCR of alien abduction shit because <laughs> I care about this type of fidelity. I mean, if they're driving on the ground instead of flying in the air. Good point. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I don't have any resolution to this. I just, especially in light of getting ready to do this episode, I read that article the other night and I was like, holy shit, this is the most, like, (laughs) this is the most, like, you could underline every letter to start each sentence and be like, where's the message? (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) I did not do that, but I could have. Print it out. Let's do it together. (laughs) No, missing time is so uh, traditionally alien abduction this is this feels like an unsolved mysteries episode from like 1994. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really mm-hmm. does. Where's Robert Stack when we need him? R.I.P. Oh well, okay. So, yeah, but sorry. we do know where he is, <laughs> presumably. Yeah, heaven. Do we have a lot of his voice. Can we use AI to? I'm largely not, against Not if that. the SAG Astra strike says anything <laughs> okay. about it. We're not. I mean, that's yeah. fair. That's fair. <laughs> but I bet that there is an intro to an episode that works. Like, I bet that we can just, <laughs> like, roll the clip. That's true. <laughs> I would conjecture that probably multiple episode openings yeah. would work. <laughs> we could most probably do them. a super Let's cut. Let's say most of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'll be like that, um, that super cut of... Oh gosh, uh, with uh, with Riker. Yeah, um, of all of the, uh, what was that show called? Now I don't remember. Factor but... Fiction. Yeah, Factor Fiction. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> classic. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the first, the first alien sighting. Uh, I'm I'm gonna bring mine, and then yeah. uh, if y'all have alternatives, we can talk alternatives. Uh, I think this one's interesting because it's I very 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 old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. This Tell is from fourteen fifty BC. Mm-hmm. We're going Joe. way back to Joe. ancient Egypt. Ancient aliens. And we're talking about Thutmose the Third, and this was a sighting uh that occurred after the conquering of the ancient Nubian city of Napata. So this uh this pharaoh, Thutmose the Third. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. And honestly, what are you going to do? Come at me? You're dead. 
no, no, no. Maybe that um, that mummy that we were able to 3D print oh, his vocal cords, he's going to come for you. Oh, no. He sounded so like... Do you remember so, the like, sound he made? Put, oh. put him on the Eurovision competition. Oh. Let's just do a whole episode of that. Where we just... <laughs> We're just making mummy sounds. <laughs> First all mummy sound episode. <laughs> so Thutmose and his army defeat this ancient Nubian city of Napata. They uh, erect this uh, sort of statue monument thing at the Temple of Amun uh, beneath a cobra-shaped outcropping called Jebel Barkal. Boy, this was a bold move mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with these pronunciations. I know, <laughs> I know. So this monument has basically a description of how they won the battle and says that a star came down to Whoa. set fire to Thutmose's adversaries. Um, the same incident was cited by ufologists, U- ufologists. I don't know if, if you pronounce the O hard or the, uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? Do you want to hear how it ology, is? Ology, ology? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, tell me. It's ufologist, oh. but I am conflicted on that. Yeah. <laughs> Spiritually. Yeah, because it's, yeah, it's an acronym. And ufology, right, because it's an acronym. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, so these okay, ufologists, they, <laughs> they cite this via the Tully Papyrus, which I'm going to tell you what that is. Uh, the Tully Papyrus that alleges that basically uh it just it just says that this happened this was the first ever thing it also records uh the first fortian phenomena which i will also get into oh i know fortian is it what the font was named after yeah papyrus is a type of paper yeah i think i think it's like papyrus in this context is like scroll so tully is the is the proper noun issue and then papyrus is the medium so thank you okay thank you yeah uh, but yeah, so this talks about Fortean phenomena as circles of fire and fish that fell down from the sky. So what we have here cool. is the first incident where somebody thought the sky came for humans and defeated them. And we're gonna we're gonna log this. We're logging With this as fish? real. <laughs> yeah. Mm. With fish and flames. Skyfish. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Flaming cool. skyfish. <laughs> you that you've never sense. seen this? Come on. Mm-hmm geographically i mean legit flaming skyfish meteors right like you could totally be Mm. like "Ooh, that does look like a flaming fish in the sky is this like thanks for all the so long and thanks for all the fish yeah oh that's it yeah you did it the episode's over (laughs) (laughs) no i don't know i don't know for sure um where did this happen so this this is in the nubian capital of Napata. So that would have been mm-hmm. in present day Eastern Egypt, Southeastern okay, Egypt. Okay. That makes sense. I wanted to look at it on a map. Was it, it's by water. There's water near it, right? Yeah, it's near. Where um, the fish come from? Yeah. 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 You got to scoop <laughs> them out of somewhere. Yeah. Do we have a species on the fish? <laughs> Great. I have no fish details. I have yeah. uh, no pescatological details. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah so fortian phenomena uh these are related to a man named charles fort charles hoy fort mm. yeah who he's fun who has heavily influenced science fiction in his life he also wrote down a collection of scientific anomalies called the book of the damned mm-hmm. uh 
really interesting, really interesting dude. So uh, he's been kind of heavily debunked in a lot of ways, but he also is, he, he invented so many tropes and concepts around what we think of horror and cryptids and strange phenomena and miracles and disasters and all these things, despite the fact that his writing style was called, quote, atrocious and almost unreadable. <laughs> Perfect. So he was also like a, a paranormal researcher. He wasn't just in the business of like writing fiction. Um, oh, I mean, wait, is it I, fiction? I guess depending on who you ask, how much you believe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I think that I think that he genuinely did. I think that he projected a genuine belief in that he was a paranormal researcher. Mm, now, whether or not that's yeah. true, we're never going to know because this is like a writer's intent: man's dead in the ground or mm. up in heaven. We'll see, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, <laughs> but it seems like he really wrote with conviction about the same stuff throughout his entire writing career. Uh, he only lived he only lived to be 57 years young. Uh, he passed mm. away in 1932 in the Bronx. Uh, but he had a newspaper that he wrote called the Fortean Times. Yeah. And uh, and it was all about investigating paranormal phenomena. So he was basically like the weekly world news of way, way back. I always think of him as um, uh, Egon from Ghostbusters. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, like very scientific, but fully open mind. <laughs> like, mm. like, let me look at all the weird stuff in addition to like using the scientific method. Yeah. I don't know if that's right. That's how I imagine him. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I would buy comparing him to Ackroyd, like real life Ackroyd, not character yeah. Ackroyd, but like, mm-hmm. yeah, a, a person who uh, I don't, I think we, I don't think we've talked about on this show, but we might've talked about it before. But like, I played the, uh, the remake of the Ghostbusters video game that oh, yeah. is basically a spiritual Ghostbusters 3 sequel because Aykroyd and Harold Ramis wrote it together and oh, all of the actors are in it doing voices. So you get to play through their vision for what a final movie could have been. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. in the special features on the game, it includes these video interviews with Aykroyd where he's just talking about like, yeah, so, you know, I have the the schematics and the designs for all this equipment. I just don't have enough money to build it. But if I built it, I could totally catch ghosts. Like I know how to do this. <laughs> I have it. I have the means. I just don't have the funding to make oh it happen. Oh my god! How, let's Give start him the a money. Give him the money. <laughs> right. He's also a big time UFO guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. Oh, he's huge. He's into yeah. crystal skulls. He's yep. into all of it. <laughs> So yeah, so so the the phenomena that fall under the Fortean phenomena umbrella are occult, supernatural, and paranormal events. So these would include teleportation, which is a term that Fort is generally credited with inventing. So we really? have teleportation as a term before Charles Hay Fort. He also talks about falls of frogs, fishes, and inorganic materials. So oh, your what's the new Jordan Peele movie? No spoilers. No spoilers. It's no. Anyway, no. <laughs> nope. Yeah. There, there, there's some guts fall out of the sky at one point in that Ew. movie. It's not a big spoiler, but that's Gross. that would fall under one of these events. Um, <laughs> spontaneous human combustion. Oh, Dude, yeah. have you read much about that? No. It's Fortean as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ball lightning, which is one that I I, I did not know was also something he invented. 
So ball lightning oh. as a concept is one of his things. Wait, um, what is that? What? What? So that, like. <laughs> that is the idea that you would have weird spherical light objects that just appear. Um, okay. Usually they're associated with thunderstorms, but it's basically like you would just have like a little light and they can be as small as a pea and as big yeah. as like, you know, oh, uh, interesting. Uh, anything. I think I think yeah. that those aren't just a concept, though. I think that like like real respectable non Fortean people. Have yeah, I think they really happen and... because because they are distinct from um, orbs. St. Elmo's orbs. fire, which is also a weather phenomenon. Yeah. Oh, Which I did not Saint know. Elmo's that. fire. Yeah, so Saint Elmo's fire is uh, luminous plasma. So you have mm -hmm. a a sort of rod like discharge of coronal release that happens. So you would basically okay. just get like lightning would create like a fire plume that would come off of the top of something like the tall mast wow. of a ship, oh. and it wouldn't actually be a full on fire happening. It would be like uh, an just event. Moment. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty wild. Oh, so that's that's probably what that movie is about, St. Elmo's Fire. It's like a yeah. flash in the pan type. Yeah, Rob Lowe keeps getting struck by lightning. I'm assuming? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 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 well, never mind my thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, he also talked about poltergeist events, uh, mm. unaccountable noises, levitation, UFOs, unexplained disappearances, uh, giant wheels of light in the oceans. I, I don't know enough about that. Oh. Um, animals found outside that. their normal ranges, like a quote-unquote yeah. phantom cat. Yeah. Also, out-of-place artifacts, alien abductions, and extraterrestrial hypotheses. Would a cat Wait. out of its normal range be like a cat in the sky? <laughs> <laughs> or in the ocean? I'm trying to figure that out. Uh yeah, he thought seahorses were really weird. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you though? I mean, octopi <gasps> concern you. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're weirded out by <laughs> cephalopods out here. Gross. <laughs> so, phantom cats uh, or alien big cats (ABCs) are large felines that appear in regions outside of their indigenous range. So, this would be like. It would be like if a if a panther was mm -hmm. here, like walking in the around room with us. Yeah, or like a tiger, <laughs> uh, you know, mm -hmm. and not like a zoo tiger, but like a what are is you it... doing here? Okay, yeah. so is it like a real living one or like a spirit tiger? It oh, appears to be like legit ass cats, like a real okay. cat. <laughs> legit um, ass cats. Okay. The the <laughs> big problem to <laughs> LACs. Um, yeah, yeah. Man, this okay. Can I tell you guys this weird memory that I have that yes, features please. a paranormal cat? cat. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Um, okay. This was when I was a kid. I was maybe three or four. And I know that this must be a dream. It must be a dream. Doesn't feel like a dream, though. This comes to you in two parts. Both of which I have since learned have, like, weird parent, like, they're common paranormal experiences. Mm though I'm just now learning about the cats. So um, two-part dream. I uh, am sitting in the living room alone and the blinds are down, but the sun is up. So I can see like, uh, I can see the shadows of movement, of movement mm -hmm. outside. And I see the head of a lion start crossing the window. Mm -hmm. And then like as he's crossing the window he gets far enough that i can like see his hindquarters and his tail 
and then he slowly wraps around to the entire house. Like I see him cross all of the other windows around me oh. until he reaches his butt again. And I don't really remember how that got resolved, but I do know that I went outside to investigate because even as a four-year-old, I was like, let's get out there. <laughs> and this weird marching band comes comes up the street and they're weird. They're all like weird characters. Like maybe this is like a carnival, mm. um, but like, uh, but like freaks era carnival. And wow. the like conductor of the marching band points at me with his baton and says, I'll be back for you. And I think Whoa. about it still to this day, 30 years I've been thinking about this. And I guess the marching band thing is also like a weird 40 phenomenon. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So I think I'm probably the chosen one or, or perhaps I was abducted. I don't know. <laughs> I had a very similar dream when I was a kid because we, we lived enough in the country that there were actually like mountain lions occasionally in our neighborhood mm -hmm. um, to the extent that like the school bus would come closer to the house on purpose oh, during yeah. windows of time. Cause it was like, well, you should not walk. Uh, you shouldn't walk yeah. like four blocks away from your house because there could be an apex predator and you're <laughs> like a uh, itty bitty little guy. Yeah. And uh, the house that we were living in at the time, like the entire dining room and kitchen was big, like floor to ceiling windows. Ooh. So I had this dream that I went downstairs and you, you know, you'd see like those eyes, the glowing eyes of mountain oh, lion. God. And then you're watching it like pace back and forth against this bank of windows oh, that's so where scary. you're like. You feel safe, but you also feel extremely vulnerable because it's yeah. just glass. Yeah. Uh, oh. yeah. yeah. Spooky. <laughs> Big cats. Big cats. Legit ass cats. Legit, legit ass, ass cats. cats. <laughs> mm -hmm. We need to start a band called Legit Ass Cats. <laughs> just saying. All of our songs are spooky. I want there to be like a, I just keep thinking of it's like, Small cats like astral projecting into the cat that they're meant to be. Yeah, there's um, there's a book about learning how to astral project into your cat. What? Whoa! Yeah. Do you have it? Can I borrow? No. It? Oh. <laughs> Are you projecting the mouse that. right now? You have to tell. No. Us. I don't think I've had him long enough. It was like, you have to have known this cat for at least five years before you even attempt this. I heard this on a podcast. I've, I haven't read the book. <laughs> I mean, it sounds worth it. Let's, we should try it. We should try. Let's do it. We do an first, episode about the first time you try to do a cat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's only a personal story because obviously it happens all the time. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it's true. It's a constant. It's a constant occurrence. And that episode, it's gonna be you and me, pretty heavy, Chelsea. Because I think if if Kelly's projected into Mouse, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you'll be hot on the mic, but it's gonna be most mostly meows, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll I'll learn Morse code so I can try. meow yeah. messages at you. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I like that. I like that. So yeah. So four Tians are a group of people who uh, have con are contemporaries who have decided that they really like uh, Charles Hayfort's stuff. So uh, screenwriter Ben Hecht uh, talks about how he's a 14. You also have like other fans like Clarence Darrow, Booth Tarkington, lots of, lots of uh, historical 
goofs and weirdos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know all these people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and agnostic skepticism being uh, sort of an ethos of a Fortean that you're going to have sort of a curious skepticism with no allegiance to any sort of uh, mm-hmm. alignment. So you're just ready to be convinced. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm I'm interested. I'll, I'll take yeah. it if you bring it. Uh, so it's really interesting that this uh, first alien sighting, as featured in the Tully Papyrus, is something that the Fortians uh, embrace. Now, yeah. this document has been debunked by oh. one person, but it's was also it uh, kind of Tarkington. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's uh, oh shoot, it's like a it's like an old British guy. I think. Yeah, we don't believe him. It's fine. Richard Price. He was a ghost guy, not an alien guy. Um... Actually, it looks like uh, Samuel Rosenberg in the Condon report said that it was likely that it was a fake papyrus that someone had forged. Oh, but wait, the I know that report. I think that was like yeah. in the nineties, right? Uh, this says nineteen sixty-six to sixty-eight. Oh. Okay, I've got a different one in mind. <laughs> this was, uh, the Condon Committee was the informal name of the University of Colorado UFO Project. So, Kelly, oh, you can drive down the road this. and get, I just had the wrong name. go get into that library at the CU Boulder campus. Okay, Find well, this here's, report. Here's what I'm about to do then. I'm about to rebunk your debunk. Nice. Because this was put together by, uh, like, the Air Force, I think, was involved. And the like lead person on this committee made up his mind before going into it. He was like, this is all a bunch of hooey. We're going to like write all of these, like we're going to write this down because we've been told to, but none of it is real. And so like the investigations were not rigorous. It was like fake, 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 fake. And there are so many quotes of that guy being like fucking screwballs. These people believe they saw this. Like, this is not a good source. So 66 to 68 is is peak like we're going to hand wave this away period yeah. too, right? Mm-hmm. Like your your post Kennedy assassination conspiracy yep. thinking is at an all-time high mm-hmm. and they're yep. like no, this didn't happen. Even though probably a bunch of shit that they're saying didn't happen uh was recently released like a year ago. Right. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, no, this totally <laughs> happened. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so this is the stinks. I would love to get my hands on a copy of this, though. The the Thule papyrus is a transcription of an Egyptian papyrus dating back from the reign of Thutmose III. Uh, so it, it originates from 1953 article In Doubt, which was the Fortean Society magazine, written by Tiffany Thayer. And according to Thayer, the transcription was sent to uh, to him. Tiffany is a man in this particular instance, just so everybody's Damn, cool with that. I was so excited. I know, uh, I was too, yeah. and then I saw just that. just don't get many women in amongst the ufologists. <laughs> Plus, it's like, come on, can't can't ladies have Tiffany? Like, we need, to, yeah. we need to take Tiffany away too? Come on. So apparently this was sent to uh, to him by Boris Derashewiltz, who had oh. said that he found it among papyrus papers left by Alberto Tulli, a deceased Vatican museum director. Whoa. Uh, Mm. So references in this uh, document include circles of fire or fiery Mm. discs in the sky that had come down 
during this battle and had aided Thutmose III's army in defeating uh, the Nubians. That's crazy. So he made. I a mean, that could be aliens, or it was an alien. Could be right. Um, oh, pharaohs were always sort of seen as that. immoral kings and things, and and that is, I think, kind of the premise to mm. Stargate, isn't it? That like oh, the pharaohs yeah. were aliens. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Spoilers. For oh. <laughs> eight seasons of Stargate, the show, and four movies or something. Yeah. <laughs> so many uh, Stargates. Excellent, though. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. It was included as speculations of ancient visitations by ex- extraterrestrials by author Eric von Daniken. And it was apparently written in ancient Egyptian shorthand, which made the transcription errors possible oh, is the conjecture sure. is the idea yeah. is that yeah. okay somebody transcribed this wrong and it didn't say that it said something else who knows what it actually said we obviously uh will never know for sure but that could be that could be our first thing yeah should we okay hear me out should we go to egypt with like a ouija board and see if we can get to the bottom of it <laughs> i think it's i don't think it's a, a bad idea it technically Thanks. is northern sudan now so okay. we just have to keep oh, that in okay. mind I think there might be a civil war going on. Yeah, maybe. But well, what's the range on those boards? I'm not really sure. Yeah. <laughs> I think we can put like an antenna or something on it, right? Yeah. 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 Could we maybe hang out in like yeah. a cafe in Rome and reach there? Mm-hmm. Could we <laughs> call someone and put the phone down and have them put their phone you know, in talking. that area? Yeah. Or a really long string? Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We should we'll, probably, we'll we need to get a ufologist on the show to tell us mm-hmm. to what extent these phenomena can go across. I mean, of course mm-hmm. they go across cell signals, right? Like, that's kind of the whole thing. Yeah. Or like radio waves, microwaves, all the waves, kind of waves. all, all yeah. your various yeah. waves. <laughs> we can make popcorn with the microwaves and then we can yeah. find out what happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so that's that's mine that is the first antiquity purported alien sighting i love that i love it also i uh did a quick google the the one that the report that i was trying to remember um that was in the 90s was a bunch of french scientists and it is not translated into english Um, oh so well i've been I've been learning oh. French for oh my God, like right. five calendar years, so I this could probably what, try to read it. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. knew there was a reason why I, I itch in the middle of the night and have to learn French. It's all, it's all coming together. The aliens are trying to tell me. <laughs> oh, man. So I uh, got focused on more modern alien um, encounters. And oh, what I really did... What I really did, I mentioned when we got on that I felt overwhelmed by this subject, and it's because mm-hmm. there's so much. And so I think that I watched, I don't know, between seven and ten documentaries, and I know less now than I knew. You have more questions than I knew before. <laughs> that makes sense. I do know that I was like, I was like yelling at the screen i was like i've uncovered something i know more i know who's behind this <laughs> but um 
I doubt that's true. I don't think that I know anything. <laughs> that means that that means they're winning though, because they did that on purpose too. You realize that, right? Like, no, that's mm. like why I kept like spiraling. I was like, oh, I know the truth. Wait, that's what they want me to think. But wait, <laughs> that's what they want me to think. <laughs> like, <laughs> damn, these disinformation agents are good. <laughs> well, yeah, isn't that isn't that the thing? That's what they do, though, right? You put out a bunch of different things, and s yeah. and enough of them mm. cause confusion, and some of them just on their face don't make any yeah. sense. So it makes the ones that could make sense seem false. Well, and there's okay, there's one guy in particular who was I was getting riled up about. Um, his name is uh richard doty dick doty okay. is how i remember it dick um, doty dick. <laughs> <laughs> and so there was a guy who lived next to um oh gosh i watched too many it was either area 51 or the dulce air force base uh one of them and he was like convinced that alien stuff was going on and he was like tracking all of the ins and outs um going like going on around this base and this guy rick doty befriended him and started feed and this man worked for the cia and so he's telling this guy like you're onto it he's like feeding mm. into it he's like really encouraging him and that was like a disinformation yeah. or that's what he says mm. <laughs> maybe it was disinformation years later the the man who was being fooled ended up taking his own life and rick doty ultimately said like no i was working for the cia this was intentional we were intentionally manipulating him um now that i'm retired from the cia i can tell you the truth and now he's like he's doing it again he's like these people who are investigating ufos are like onto something they're they know the real truth and and now people are like, this former CIA agent says it's true. And it's like, this former CIA disinformation agent mm, is right. saying it's true. And do you ever really leave the CIA? Like, <laughs> don't listen to this guy. <laughs> he's He's got like Manchurian candidate stuff. Like they could just activate him and deactivate him. Like, oh, yeah. that, none of that's true. And then reactivate. It's absolutely true. It happened. No, it's true. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. You can't trust him. But who I was really looking into was um, Kenneth Arnold, who is the first. Um... The guy from the Wonder Years. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was Kevin. That was Kevin. Kevin I know. <laughs> <laughs> it would be no. funny if that show led up to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Regrettably, that's not how it ended, is it? I don't remember. Um I think he got no. married to his sweetheart or some stupid shit like that. No aliens. Oh, cute. She's like <laughs> a big, a big math gal now. He's right? a genius. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. You're nice. Love that. Yeah. Danica McKellar. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh God. <laughs> oh yeah, this was the one that I read on too. The the Kenneth Arnold one. Oh, do you want to take it? No, not even a little bit. So you go ahead. I just <laughs> once saw a painting of it, and then I thought it was weird, and I sent you a picture. Oh. No, Kenneth Arnold wasn't involved in the Mari Island incident. No, was it the Mari Island? I thought it was still Rainier because he was flying around Rainier, right? It is Mount Rainier, but they're a couple days apart. So wow, okay. Mari, I'm gonna Mari... let you tell the story. You can Do tell you the Kenneth Arnold the... one. No, because I'm obviously not okay. putting the right ones together. <laughs> so. You got this. It. Does feature a sky boomerang though, right? It is a little boomerangy shaped. It also looks like something out of star trek it's like 
C shaped. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So the Kenneth Arnold UFO sighting is considered like the first like modern UFO sighting. It happened in um, June of 1947. And this is before the Roswell incident and technically after the Mari incident by like a couple days, a week or two maybe. But the Mari Island incident didn't get like publicized until after this Kenneth Arnold incident. And so Kenneth Arnold was... um, I think he sold uh, fire extinguishers, but he was also like an amateur pilot. And so one day he's out um, puttering around in his little plane uh, around Mount Rainier. And he's looking for like a downed government plane. Um, There's like a big reward if you find it. So he's Hmm. sort of looking for it. And he starts seeing these like glimmers of light off in the distance. And at first he thinks like oh no i'm like flying way too close to another plane i don't know how i missed that so he's like looking around can't find another plane he can spot one that's like 30 miles away but that's not it and so he's like um he like (laughs) opens his plane window to like stick his head out and see if he can observe it like without the glass like maybe it's water on the glass or something and he's able to observe it it's nine different spots of light Hmm. that he eventually gets close enough to see that they are like objects and they are flying in a in like a loose echelon pattern and they're like they're very thin and all sort of like convex and um he tracks them for a while and he's like god damn these are moving fast as hell and like fortunately he has the presence of mind to like like use his instruments to time them between two peaks of mountains that he could name and so he was later able to get home and do the math and they were flying at approximately 1700 miles per hour that's a little too fast i think it's so fast and we didn't have planes that we knew of that could fly that fast at the time um And so he's like telling his pilot friends and they're like, that's weird as hell. And so this news gets out and he ends up like reporting it to, I guess, the Air Force. No, Air Force didn't exist yet. Air Force doesn't exist until after Roswell, right? I'm not good at history. He reports it to the government. (laughs) (laughs) Some sort of like the Naval Air Corps or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, And so uh they're they don't really engage much they do a couple interviews and um their assessment their like public statement was like he seems like he's uh telling what he thinks is the truth and he seems like pretty level-headed um so we believe he saw something but like what that is we don't know and the thing i want to be clear is that kenneth arnold was not coming out immediately and being like aliens that's aliens (laughs) he was like i saw a thing and maybe that's like a government experiment like like a craft experiment i'm not really sure what i saw um and this is where the term flying flying saucer comes from oh it's sort of a miscommunication he was saying that they moved like a saucer would if you skipped it on water and that there's okay like like imagine skipping stones yeah um 
and oh. it just got like blown out of proportion with the like people assumed that it was the shape um and so oh, that's wow i didn't know that either until i was reading about this guy i'm gonna start in casual conversation say oh did you see that flying like a saucer earlier oh, yeah smart. i was like just <laughs> Were saucers much more common in 1947, I guess? Like, <laughs> I mean, look, everybody, there's so many old movies where people have like a teacup on a saucer, yeah, right? And they're sitting so. in their, uh, <laughs> they have a sitting room or a parlor. Um, it was, it was called the U.S. Army Air Forces is what okay. it would have been. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then I guess it did exist prior to mm -hmm. Roswell. Um, just not as a set. It wasn't its own branch of the military. It was still under the army. Oh, so that's, it was just yeah. evil. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. So this guy was out. Uh, and so his story is very interesting. He, hmm. um, it's not until like a month later that he starts considering the possibility that it could be extraterrestrial. And that's mostly because so many people wrote in to him and they were like, dude, that shit came from space. And he was like, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> like, I can see that. Um, I believe you. Yeah, he started like legitimately considering it. And what I thought was interesting about that was a bunch of people also wrote in to be like, that's Jesus Christ returned. And he didn't like buy into that. I thought that was interesting okay. that like these two, in my mind, equally ludicrous things are happening, like being <laughs> proposed. <laughs> I mean, we didn't talk about Revelation when we talked about Genesis, but I'm I'm pretty sure Jesus yeah. was supposed to be moving through the sky like a saucer skipping on water. Oh. <laughs> you know. Oh, so First maybe he walked on water, then he skipped bounced. on water, you know. Yeah. It's the natural yeah. progression. <laughs> <laughs> but this guy got, like, super into it, and um, he interviewed somebody... Let me pull up his name. Samuel Eaton Thompson, who mm. is uh, like considered the f one of the first contactees. Um, oh, no way. Okay. Uh, when did that happen? He was born late 1800s. So he mm. was an older man when he, I think he was in his 70s when uh, Kenneth Arnold interviewed him. And that guy was describing how he was coming home from work one day encounters um a spaceship in the woods and there's all of these like tanned beautiful people naked like hanging out and Ooh. he ends up spending like the weekend with them and <laughs> hey. learns that they are venusians from venus and they're like mm. Very chill. They're like super friendly. Everybody says this about the Venusians. <laughs> and <laughs> Kenneth Arnold, he, he, this is the part that I find interesting. Like Kenneth Arnold interviewed this guy and also was like, he seems really sincere. I believe that he experienced something. Hmm. But I think maybe it was like a psychic phenomenon rather than oh. an extraterrestrial one. And so oh. like everybody thinks of Kenneth Arnold as like flying saucers, but he witnessed these discs and he went on to allegedly witness many more ufo sightings wow. and 
he also subscribes to the idea that many of these are many of these experiences are psychic rather than nuts and bolts spaceships wow. sure. and okay. he also saw some weird ones that he described as like jellyfish like and then he started positing that like maybe some of these ships are biological and I just think that it was so cool that like so many of these concepts that you follow just talk about today were mm. like being discussed in 1950. <laughs> I think yeah. that's so cool. <laughs> wow. wow. That's very cool. So not at all the first UFO sighting. But, but a super first cool one. Modern? First first sighting yeah. post World War Two? <laughs> it's it's the yeah, it's the first one that wasn't written on papyrus. That's pretty exciting. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was seen. Um, there are a bunch of other sightings prior to this, including in World War II. Like, you've heard the term Foo Fighters? Yeah. Those are UFO sightings. They oh. Were like... The band name is based on the idea that people were, that Foo Fighters were people who uh, fought UFOs? Sought, U sought them out? Oh. Oh, I'm not yeah. sure. I always heard it as the things that they were witnessing were the Foo Fighters. Oh, okay. But oh. I don't, I don't, I guess I've never really looked into it. Let's find I'm gonna out. I'm going to Google that later. Oh, are you Googling it now? Oh, yeah, yeah. They're, Do uh, it. Okay, it's an American <laughs> rock research. band formed okay. in Seattle in uh -huh, 1994. Uh -huh. That is true. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. So Grohl says that he picked it to hide his identity. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was originally sense. just him that made the album. Yeah, he did everything, which I always thought was very cool because it, it that first record is a good record. And he wanted and, it to sound like it was multiple people and not just him. So he chose the name Foo Fighters because it sounded like a group of people. Yeah, the term Foo Fighter was used by Allied aircraft pilots during World War II to describe various unidentified flying objects or mysterious oh. aerial phenomena. Great. Okay. There you go. Okay. It's a Foo Fighter. It's a Foo Fighter. Spooky. Spooky. So spooky. What is foo then? In computer science, like foo is a common uh, variable you would use to mean like anything, anything. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like this is just an example. This is a contrived thing. Foo. Okay. Maybe that is what it means though. Like you yeah, don't I know would... what it is. It's a thing. It sounds like maybe Could they at least anything. have a common ancestor. Hmm. I don't know. What what was the Maury, Maury Island incident? I didn't read as much into that. Um, okay, I need to read that then. That was in the same area around the same time, and it very well could be these same um, these same nine discs because there were a bunch of sightings in that area. Um, though the other two that I know of were the same day that Kenneth Arnold saw them, and so those mm -hmm. were all corroborating. I don't remember a ton about the Maury Island incident. I know that, that we saw some UFOs and then whoever reported it, this is also like one of the first recorded encounters of the men in black. Mm -hmm. so, wow. Take the UFO's name out of your motherfucking mouth. Yeah, well, yeah, that's it. <laughs> we make this look good, etc. <laughs> Welcome mm -hmm. to earth. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Oh, 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 okay. I just pulled it up. I'm remembering a little more about the Mari Island incident. Yeah, this one is weird. And, oh, Kenneth Arnold's name is in here. It looks like he interviewed some witnesses. These, right. 
I think that these are different because they are describing them and the like pictures of it. They're like donut shaped and mm-hmm. um, they describe some like them dropping debris over where they're flying. And oh, they wow. described it as looking like like newspapers, like they're just dropping. No newspapers <laughs> like shredded newspaper like like uh confetti like, or like I, full rolled newspapers I just like the, impression the sunday that it was like times full rolled newspapers <laughs> <laughs> Aww. so they're having little poops right that's i guess so i guess it's little poops rude <laughs> don't do that in our lake it looks like they did it on a lake <laughs> little little foo poops in our lake little foo poops man and in this drawing they've got people in boats on the lake this is like that dave matthews tour bus yeah mm. <laughs> <laughs> so much to oh, say these are fun these are fun pictures and you can't see them listeners because this is an audio medium yeah sorry google it <laughs> <laughs> I think I've already talked about all the recent alien sightings in last previous episodes. I don't know. I've spoken about them <laughs> ad nauseum in my life. So. Uh, but it seems like there's been a lot of activity in the normal activity. places. Yeah. Um, but those weird we... ones that were that you were telling me about that were like nine feet tall, sitting in a in yeah. like a construction, like an excavator or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Wait, what is, cool. so what is this? There's one on TikTok where somebody had called, he called 911 because he was working on his truck and his truck was in the backyard. And then there was, he heard a crash sound and he said it like vibrated the, like it, it was a crash. So he felt it. And all of a sudden there were uh, like two things and he didn't like call them aliens at first. I think he was just like, Two very tall, very tall, like eight feet, uh, kind of gray. Don't know what it is. And they called the police. And then there's like a video of them like trying to, and then they try to like walk up to it. And then they see something and they're like, oh God, no. And then yeah. they like leave because they're like, no. But everyone's been trying to like tweak the lighting and everything and see it. And you can see two things sitting in, in something just kind of like staring. And weird. Yeah. And one of the responding police officers, have you heard mm-hmm. that part where he's talking to those people who called him? And he just shoots them both because No, but there. I knew that there was a separate... Oh, yeah. Fortunately, no shooting in this occurrence. <laughs> Aliens get more grace. <laughs> well, there Bear. was one where um, somebody was doing a traffic stop near there and their uh, body cam caught something blue falling out of the sky near that might house. be this guy because he and his partner show mm-hmm. up um at the where with the guy who was working on his car yeah and uh these witnesses are describing it to the police and one of the police officers had seen something earlier that night and i think it oh, was just lights yeah. i don't think that he saw any entities mm-hmm. um but he's like he's like freaking out he's like what oh the fuck God. did you see like this is crazy and his partner is trying to stay calm he's like i don't know like if you see somebody else on your property tonight give us a call and the other guy is like do not give us a call i am not coming back here (laughs) (laughs) no i need to go watch (laughs) 
Yeah, I just heard the audio. I'll see if I can, uh, on a podcast, surprise. <laughs> but I'll see if I can find it. Yeah, I'm going to need that. Thank you. I mean, that's that's the correct reaction, though, isn't it? Like, no thanks. I will not be coming back. You do not need mm-hmm. to tell me. Do not call me if there is another no. strange eight-foot-tall gray man on your lawn. No. I'm 40 and I'm like, let's get in there. <laughs> I'm curious. <laughs> I would love to get my hands on some of the old um, 40 in Times magazines. I know Maybe that that's what are... they dropped. <gasps> oh, my God. On Murray Island. Maybe that's what was they were pooping Damn. out. Those yeah. aliens were just cool. They were like, yeah. have you read this shit? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you guys got to check this out. They were like, here's the truth. They were just trying yeah. to help us out with knowledge. Somebody like, has it's to, important right? That you know. It's important Truly. that you know. <laughs> We're not going to find out from, uh, you know, weather balloons being shot Ugh. down and whatnot. Weather balloons, please. <laughs> <laughs> More like W-H-E-T-H-E-R or not Whoa. their balloons. Homonyms. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, one of the other common explanations is like, oh, you just saw sunlight reflecting off the backs of geese in the air. <laughs> And um, I saw that as one of the explanations for the Kenneth Arnold sighting, too. And I wondered if that was the first usage of that explanation, but I didn't get that far. What? 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 I mean, feathers are shiny. Yeah. (laughs) You guys don't see shiny geese all the time? No. No. They're like very, they're highly reflective. Yeah. (laughs) Didn't know. Didn't know. You put yeah. you put a vampire next to a goose, you cannot see the vampire. The cannot goose. see the vampire. Huh. You also can't huh. see normal people because they're not that reflective. But you know, <laughs> also vampires. <laughs> nice try. Like, come on. This is this is what's funny is that the explanations are so ludicrous. Yeah, it's just like you're not even really trying. Like, you would be better mm-hmm. to just not provide to be like, you know what. We're going to look into it and then just ghost on somebody (laughs) rather than be like, Mm -hmm. oh, no, no, it's surely it's like, look, there was swamp gas and headlights and there was a goose nearby. So I think just put it all together. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm going to get to the bottom of it. I'm going to keep I'm going to keep digging. (laughs) I'm going to shine a lot of lights and gooses back. Yeah. 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 (laughs) If we can get anywhere with that one. Let's debunk the goose thing. <laughs> Just out there with a halogen flashlight in the middle of the night yeah. in the park. <laughs> Come here, you goose. The cop comes up. We've gotten some calls about you. I'm just trying to see the goose shine. Listen, I just want to see it shine. <laughs> this is your fault. Talk to your friends in the government. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you guys have to pay for my bail, though, please. <laughs> Oh, of course. Yeah, no Thank problem. Uh, listeners, if you want to join our Patreon, uh, Chelsea's <laughs> Bail Fund. Yeah. You won't get any extra content, but you will get Chelsea out of jail. Yeah. Well, when... until we crack the get goose my... thing and then. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Then we will have. Oh, well, so much extra content. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> should we uh, Should we jump into the mouth garf report? The mouth garf All right. Let's talk about them teeth. 
Let's talk about them teeth. Let's talk about them teeth, baby. Beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. She's coming for you, Michael J. O'Connor. <laughs> uh, does anybody have any any teeth? Any any teeth content? I do still have teeth. Uh, yeah, content. Yeah. I think I am lacking in teeth content right now. Carry those little flossy things with you anywhere you go. That's it. It's That's true. my tip for the day. It's true. I started doing that, and it has been a afternoon changer. I won't say life changer, nice. but like <laughs> I'm more confident doing running errands. Hell yeah. We can yeah. Let's let's talk about another UFO that yeah. uh, can embarrass people on a date at a job interview or just mm-hmm. uh, make mm-hmm. you uncomfortable. We're talking about unidentified flossable objects, and you're going to want mm-hmm. to get mm-hmm. those motherfuckers out of your mouth as soon as possible (laughs) maybe it's a little piece of chicken stuck between your your back teeth maybe it's uh maybe it's a delicious slab of kale that just made its way in the middle Mm -hmm. you gotta you gotta weave it out of there floss (laughs) and send me pictures (laughs) 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 tried to slide it in there (laughs) (laughs) just like floss slide your floss pics into my dms there we go. He did it, folks. He did it. <laughs> um, I don't have any teeth content. I do have some garf content. Ooh. Hit it. Bring the garf. Sorry to our listeners. This is a visual. <gasps> oh, my God. It's a garf phone. Uh, hello. Who's that? Who's calling? <laughs> his little eyes. You have a garf phone. His eyes. Boop. When you hang up, his eyes close. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh i feel like i have tears in my eyes it's glorious it was so hard to keep this a secret from you guys <laughs> like amazing. The minute i found it i i found it on facebook marketplace and i like yeah. copied the link and went over to our group chat and then i was like no yeah this is <laughs> up the street from you you could do better than a link <laughs> yeah <laughs> Okay, so how does Mouse feel about oh, the Garfield phone being in the very house? Very curious. He came right over, did a bunch mm. of sniffs, um, and since then he's largely ignored it. <laughs> mm. Great. Okay, that yeah. works. Garfield would prefer yeah, that. Exactly. Garfield doesn't yeah. want the attention of other cats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you going to get a landline so you can use it? No, I thought I'd probably mail it to you. <laughs> What am I going to do with it? Am I going to get a landline? Get a landline? <laughs> do you know how expensive like landlines are? I had no idea because I haven't had one in a long time. They're like $80. Oh, I think you can add one for what free purpose? with your cable package. Yeah, but a cable package is like $1,000. <laughs> but you can like plug it in and pretend it works. You don't have to actually yeah. call anybody. Or you plug it in and then see who calls you. Maybe the aliens from Sudan. Maybe. Maybe I changed my mind. I am going to get a landline jack installed. (laughs) (laughs) I want the mystery calls. You pick up. It's an alien. It just goes, ahoy. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, listeners. That's a callback to an off mic conversation. (laughs) I thought we were just talking about the ones that were lost at sea. <laughs> also, everything term. is connected, oh, like, man. Everything, everything is connected. Is. We're getting too close. We're getting too close, listeners. If one of us is just gone next episode, yeah. you will know why. 
we are we are too close to the truth here right now. <laughs> My favorite thing about that Garfield phone is when you, uh, the eyes are closed when the phone is hung up. When you pick yeah. the phone up, his eyes open so slightly <laughs> yeah. that it's like I'm awake, but I'm really disinterested in this phone call. Mm-hmm. I do not actually care. He looks um uh drugged. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Garf. He's he's in a delicious lasagna coma. <laughs> Oh, that's true. Yeah. You should all be so lucky. He's fine. He's fine. He's happy. <laughs> so what was the deal with the person who sold you the Garf phone? Okay. It was a little bit uh, weird. So it was a woman who had posted it and I messaged her and she was like, great. We agreed on a price. We agreed on a pickup time. And then day of, she was like, oh, um, actually, we can't do Venmo. We need to do cash. And also I'm out of town. So my son is going to deliver it and i was like i'm getting kidnapped today yeah for sure (laughs) and so i like took screenshots of all of this sent it to a friend in town and was like if i don't text in five minutes i'm dead (laughs) leave me (laughs) um and then the guy was like perfectly pleasant very firm handshake i was like what are you trying to prove do you feel like insecure about delivering a garfield phone or Here's what I here's what I suppose. But, um, perfectly polite. <laughs> I think it's his Garfield phone. Oh, and I think the mom is like, "You're too attached to this Garfield phone for however old he is." She's like, "I am selling your Garfield phone. You deal yeah. with it." And he's like, and "Mom," he <laughs> and he's not out of town, but he convinced her. Let me have let me have the phone one last time. I have to yeah. say goodbye to Garfield. Let me walk him. I have Let to make sure it's him. going to a good home. <laughs> like maybe he was going to back out of the sale. <laughs> I don't trust her. Look, if you seem like a, <laughs> uh, like an Odie person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nope. All worked out. Or maybe he followed me home and he's been casing the joint. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> did you you did check the garfield phone for bugs and tracking devices right like there's not mm-hmm. there's not like one of those apple uh air tags air tags on there is there you know if it is it's like i'll have to disassemble him to find out mm-hmm. so whatever <laughs> sounds like he's earned it, if he's put it <laughs> <laughs> you you got you you put a lot of effort into murdering me yeah. so sure why not <laughs> You can have it. <laughs> <laughs> Tell your mom Aww. I said hey. <laughs> so really, the, the ball is in my court now to acquire a Garf item because yep. yeah. Chelsea has Garfield the board game. You have a Garfield phone. Mm-hmm. I need I need a Garfield item, and yeah. I don't know what what to get. I don't want to buy one of those lead paint glass sets. You can't, you can't force it. It has to sure. happen. Yeah, it, organically. It'll, it'll happen. The universe will bring it to you, mm-hmm. and you'll know. You'll feel it. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm into that. I'm into that. Yeah. I'll just be out and about, and there yeah. will be there's a Garfield. Garfield. And there's a Garfield. Garfield uh, presents himself in interesting and strange ways. A wild Garf appears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and me without my pokeball. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Cash works most places. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine just throwing a ball at someone and being like, I'm catching this? No, you're not. They're like, no. <laughs> Sir, you're in a target. What? You need to pay yeah. for that. <laughs> These are pants. Oh, Garf. <laughs> and that was the Mouth Garf report. <laughs> 
are you uh are you ready to play your favorite game ever yep yeah hey. <laughs> yes yes it's time to play i see what you did there We're going to talk about UFOs okay. and alien sightings. Kelly's going to yeah. kill this one. You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna have a great time. As always, it's a collaborative effort. Mm-hmm. The house never wins. That's except why I'm when it does. Kelly's team. <laughs> Number one, no longer subsisting solely on cats. This 80s extraterrestrial tries out a signature Middle Eastern chickpea-based food. Alfalafel? Yeah. Alfalafel. <laughs> you see what I did there? Mm-hmm. Uh, yay! I'll do a good start. You did it! You did it! In seconds. In seconds. <laughs> I paused because I was trying to like, I think I was trying to truncate falafel more. I was like, alfalafel? Hold on. I, was, I almost did like alfalfa sprouts and I was like, that's not it. That's definitely not it. I was going to do something with alfalfa and alf and the little rascals but i felt like mm. maybe that was too dated of a reference mm. no i would have gotten i they're don't forever. know do you already have do you have it <laughs> it's like throw yeah. it at me i'll tell you if i would have yeah, gotten it would be something about like the little rascal with the spike of hair that yeah uh, i would have gotten that one. yeah, yeah okay gotten that. all right yeah. all right mm-hmm. well good you saw what like... i did there too you saw what yeah. i didn't even do yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're already ahead of you so you, I, extra points. Thank you. Extra points. Bonus points. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Number two. You'd be wise to order a hot dog at this New York staple that could be run by a Mesoamerican fruit possessed by traditional big headed aliens. Okay. Wait, will you say the second part again? Uh, yeah. So it's uh, fruit that could be run by a Mesoamerican fruit possessed by traditional big headed aliens. You are looking for the name of a uh, what's the hot dog of a hot dog restaurant in New York that's that's well known. Nathan's. This one is it's got that Ball fruit in it. <laughs> Wait, hot dog? The hot dog has fruit in it? Well, no, but the no, name the of the name. the name of the restaurant has the okay. the fruit in it. Um, it, it was it referenced on like they referenced it on Seinfeld. Gets referenced in a few New York based television okay, shows okay. also, and you'll know it when I say mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. But you'll you'll you might get closer by saying the name of traditional big headed aliens. It's the Greys. Okay. Is it? Does it have a the in the answer, or is it just Greys? It's Greys, possessive, but, and then yeah. a fruit, a Mesoamerican fruit. Mango. Avocado Greys. Is that right? Okay. Avocado. Mango? Mango grays. No? I don't know. Avocado grays? Okay, let's keep going. <laughs> Banana grays? Banana? That's not right. Uh, uh, um, no, hold on. We got is it. Is it a melon? I feel like plantain? there's... Plantain? You're, you're, you're at the right letter of the alphabet with plantain. Oh my god. Huh? Papaya grays. <laughs> Whoa! Flip it around. Grays papaya. Grays papaya. You see wow, what I yeah. did there? <laughs> <laughs> You're like you'll recognize it when we say it. We will. We did not. I thought I thought you would. Yeah, Grace Papaya. It's familiar, but not enough for me to know it was a hot dog place. 
Yeah, Grace Papaya is a hot dog restaurant in, in New York. I don't know why I never thought it was a hot dog restaurant, but I've heard it Grace doesn't papaya. sound like it would be. It's called Grace Papaya. <laughs> yeah, There's no papaya good. involved. Do they have what kind of hot dogs is it? Is it just normal? Hot are dog? they gray? No, no. It's I think yeah, it's a person. Person, okay. it's a person named Grace. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh-huh. but, and they have papaya. You know how like diners have like fun words that you use to order instead of like saying bags and bags and Aiken. Oh my god, is it like shit on a shingle? Isn't that like one of them? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Papaya means hot dog in Mm. diners. Okay, the more you know. If it doesn't, it does now. (laughs) They're famous for their inexpensive hot dogs that are only two dollars and ninety five cents as of this year. It's pretty cheap for New York City. Oh, New York City. Okay. Yeah. Uh In general, that's very expensive for a hot dog. (laughs) The papaya in the name refers to the papaya fruit drink that they sell there. Oh, that sounds good. Delicious. So you go. How much is that, though? Is that what they get you? One thousand dollars. Yeah. Bucks. Yeah. Okay. I'll do it. It's a subscription service. So you go and you get a sip. Oh, my God. You got (laughs) to. If if your credit card expires, they have have your stomach pump. They get it back. It's horrible. It's a whole thing. Mm. god repo man am i right (laughs) (laughs) okay number three in star trek lore humans make first contact with this logical alien race after discovering warp technology and wouldn't it be cool if you had one of these hidden blade weapon walking sticks oh boy so it's okay hidden blade walking sticks Uh uh-huh volcane sword Volcane sword. You see what I did there? Good job, Chelsea. You got it. Oh, those are just called cane swords? Okay. Yeah. Cool, cool, yeah. cool. <laughs> the more you know, cane sword. Nice. Cane sword. Yeah. I was in the market for one recently. No, I'm just kidding. When it's so badass, it doesn't need a fancy name. It's like, yeah, no, it's a cane and a sword. It's cane sword. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I was fancy. like grasping for like a Victorian slang. I was like, I don't know. Is it called like a gaslight i don't know (laughs) (laughs) it's a threaded papillon okay (laughs) all right uh one more one more number four if you were afflicted with this rare untreatable ailment your mitt moves on its own possibly for years and that might be spooky enough to consider it one of those portents of good or evil is it just your hand? Only your hand? Yeah, yeah. This this is specifically this uh this okay. ailment is specifically named for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and keep in mind what we're talking about. Alien yeah. hand. Great. You, you crushed it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You doing it? You doing it? Uh, what was the other good and evil? Yeah. Is that an omen? These port uh, Yeah. Okay. You got it? Alien handleman? That's not right. You need the what's what's the word that what's a what's a word for a for an ailment or a uh This is like that time that you were trying to get us to say like ointment. Finger monkey. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. This is like the time I was trying to get you to say ointment. You're like you've said all of the words, just put them together. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. An untreatable ailment. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um it's also like um, people uh, people who were in the Iraq War had uh, experienced Gulf War blank syndrome. That's uh, uh, 
alien hand syndrome no that feels bad you see what i did is there? that what you oh, did yeah, oh i don't that like is what that. i did i don't like that <laughs> alien hand syndrome <laughs> Okay, I don't feel bad about not getting that so quickly. Yeah, no, it's okay. I, okay. I feel better. I feel better. Yeah. Man, that was It's like not a finger monkey. monkey so. <laughs> Alien hand syndrome is a real thing where your hand moves on its own. Oh, God. Like the movie Idle Hands. I was like, they probably said it in that movie, and I do not remember I it. I bet they did. <laughs> we weren't paying attention to what they were saying. We were looking at Seth Green mm. or yeah, Devin Sawa. Devin Sawa. That, we were looking at Devin is. Sawa. Or uh, uh, what was what? What's the female lead in that? There's a female lead. Yeah, she was she was big. Uh, uh, Sha Sha. No, I don't know. Shauna. She. I'm looking it up. <laughs> Shauna Sha. Yeah, that's oh, it. It's Jessica Alba. <laughs> is it Jessica Alba? I mean, she's in it. Is it Jessica it Alba? Is. Oh, yeah, it is. Okay. <laughs> It is Jessica Alba. As well. Yeah, I was thinking of I was thinking of the the <laughs> other woman who looks kind of like Jessica Alba, who was also in movies at that time. But would you like to hear a synchronicity? Yeah. Yes. You know who else is in Idle Hands? Tom DeLonge of To the Stars Academy fame. Aww. Also Blink One Eighty Two. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> to keep it in the alien. Nobody family. listens mm-hmm. to Blink One Eighty Two. <laughs> Come on, they could barely sell out a stadium in their tour. Oh, poor guys. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you you guys you see what I did there. Debs for the first alien sighting. Boy, I'm coming in hot with five Debs. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, we don't need to talk about this. Yeah, I don't think no. we do. It's, it's just fucking Debs. five. It's five across five. the board. Five Debs. Like, five Debs. And we look forward to our first alien sighting that we have seen. We will talk about that in a future episode. Mm-hmm. They're going to be so pre- mm-hmm. prevalent, prevalent that we will all have our yeah. own sighting. Yeah, I gotta just look at the sky more. I think I gotta get out there. Yeah, Ooh, good just point. Start observing. Go to places where there aren't geese, but then you might see geese out of the places no they're supposed to be. True. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yeah. a just whole like other thing. Legit, legit ass, ass geese. Legit ass geese. <laughs> <laughs> lag. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that is what causes internet lag. You know that, right? It's legit ass geese. Sir. Legit ass geese. They're reflective so and they they bounce internet off of themselves, <laughs> thereby. <laughs> creating <laughs> so if i'm in a meeting and i start cutting out i'm just be like sorry guys legit ass geese are really all over the geese, place today <laughs> yeah. Yeah. if you ever get tired of a meeting you just need to turn your camera off and then start hitting a goose sound effect be like <laughs> i can't i can't continue there's too much lag geese oh that's perfect. In case of geese, reset router. <laughs> that was the shortest discussion we've ever had. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it might uh, be. Unanimous dab. Yeah. Unanimous yeah. dab. Yeah, it's fives. It's all fives. It's, five. it's perfect. Um, it's really interesting. It's astonishing to me that, like, it goes all the way back to 1400 BC. 
Yeah. That that we yeah. know of, right? That's it, that there is some aliens. sort of aliens. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I want to learn more. Uh, right in. If you guys know fun UFO stories, share them. I want to hear them uh, all. Yeah. And especially if you have any firsthand yeah. experience. <laughs> True. <laughs> i love when chelsea gets like guttural that's how you know she means it (laughs) send me the alien (laughs) yeah give us give us the uh give us the email address in the in your guttural voice chelsea dave you can't do it it debut buddies at gmail or debut buddies pod at gmail it's just debut buddies at gmail. Okay, perfect. Debut buddies at gmail.com. I got most of it out. Yeah. You're welcome. You can also leave us a five-star review in Apple Podcasts and uh, and talk about alien sightings in the body Ooh, of the do review. That. That's a good place to do it. Do it. And if you have more detail than it allows you, please email us. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. If if Apple starts redacting your review, if they send you an email like, hey, look, um, oh, you can't post this here. You have oh, to contact shit. us directly. Mm-hmm. email us we'll give you chelsea's phone number and her address and you can show up at her house that's fine tell me everything it's perfectly great yeah bring garfield stuff it's all good <laughs> as an offering <laughs> just just to prove you're cool bring some garf to prove you're cool yeah yeah that's how we know that's the yeah. signal <laughs> also we should probably use signal to talk about these things yes mm. yeah so mm-hmm. or threads well, we can use we'll threads fin- threads is threads is secure right <laughs> yeah i think so yeah <laughs> <laughs> this was a good one this is a real yeah. good one yeah what are we doing next we are forgotten. doing the first labor, labor union yeah yes. <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> talk about the first labor union something that kelly and i aren't good at and talk about history but it's gonna be fun fun stuff i we're love- gonna have feelings yeah it's probably gonna be a really um i don't i don't say emotionally intense episode because i don't think it's gonna go too far on the spectrums but it will be intense yeah yeah Yeah, we're gonna be aggressive and we're gonna be making a lot of claims with resolute (laughs) energy yeah we're gonna call it debut comrades for that one i think Mm. (laughs) maybe we should just in general Maybe we should just in general. I probably <laughs> change the URL and reboot. <laughs> I bet debut comrades is available at Gmail. We can we, we can make all this happen right. very easily. So yeah, first labor union. I think in the United States, we'll talk about. We'll try to cover some early labor union stuff in general. As you know, this show is is um, both as deep and as shallow as we want it to be. So who knows? We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But just know. Uh, Workers come together and we have a better world. So yep. tune in in a fortnight. <laughs> a fourteen night. Ho ho. Uh... <laughs> She's on a roll. <laughs> you are. Holy shit. If you like this podcast, subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts. Like we said, five stars. Talk about alien sightings talk about any 14 phenomena that you have experienced mm-hmm. talk about labor unions you can do whatever you yeah. want just uh hit us with those five stars show us that you appreciate mm-hmm. us and and make it so that maybe like five more people are like wait what's this what's this yeah. debut buddies do i yeah. want to be a buddy with them Ooh, ooh, yeah i do i want to be a buddy with them hell yeah that's what we want we want to be your buddy and what you want we want you to want to be our buddy <laughs> 
Yeah. And we want you to tell your buddies about bu- these buddies. That's right. Transitive buddy property. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> if you want to read some science fiction books, you should check out the books that we publish at Read Space Boy. Uh, it's readspaceboy.com. And uh, fantastic, fantastic press. We got we got alien books. They're they're largely marketed as science fiction, but you take from them what you will. I'll just say that. You had to be inspired by something. Yeah. 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 We're we're none of us, we're none of us tabula rasas. We're all experiencing some form of energy, some form of mm-hmm. uh, of trauma or stimulus, and it uh, mm-hmm. gives birth to innovation or imagination or imitation. Damn. And if you want to experience something far less literary, you can find Chelsea and I over at Never Show the Monster, a podcast about horror movies. This has been Debut Buddies. Bye, buddies. Bye. The opposite of ahoy. Is it yo-ha? Yo-ha. Yo-ha! <laughs> <laughs>